Welcome to Market Scale Pro AV. I'm Sean Heath, and today I have an opportunity to have a conversation with two very interesting guys who do something I really love, and that's Pro AV. Today, we're having a conversation with Jim Nista, the Senior Director of Content Creation for Almo Pro AV, and Jay Serrett, the Business Development Manager for Almo Pro AV. Gentlemen, how are you today? Very good. Fantastic. I just have always been amazed by digital display, digital signage. It's always been something because you, it, it always seems to have the feel of, oh, this is getting ready to get even more exciting. I don't know if it's the movement or the light or the color. There's just something about it that really draws the attention much more so than a, than a piece of printed media. So let's find out if we could. Let's start with you, Jim. How did your journey lead you to Almo Pro? Yeah, I've been uh, working with digital uh, graphics for a long time. I, I always joke about the fact that I had um, a version of Photoshop before version one <laughs> is, uh, is is how far back I go with uh, with digital graphics and uh, got into animation programming, uh, just digital marketing work. It all kind of converged around digital signage about 10 years ago. It just all made sense that the work that I was doing with graphics and uh, digital uh, animation and all of the other programming work that we were doing all just made sense that at all the disciplines that are required for digital signage creative started moving my digital marketing agency towards just uh, pure digital content creative work and attracted the attention of Almo a few years back we started working as their content services uh, vendor and uh, just uh, two weeks ago they, they decided to make that just a formal thing and now we're part of Almo and Jay what journey placed you in the rather awkward situation of having to have a conversation with me today? <laughs> well, up until that moment, it was comfortable. No, uh, <laughs> uh, in 2007, I uh, joined a large format print company uh, to start their digital signage division. And, um, you know, there was clearly an overlap in terms of clients and digital signage uh, though still maybe close to in its infancy was was furthermore so that in 2007 and then uh, in 2015 joined Alma to uh, support both our uh, sales efforts along with the sales efforts of our customers and their customers in the world of digital signage. So let's clarify a little bit, um, because when we talk about digital signage, and I'm, I'm guilty of this as much as anybody, I always think about movement. I always think about animation. But you both have extensive background in static images, as you mentioned, Jay, working with large format printing. Is the move from static media to digital signage, which almost inevitably nowadays contains movement and animation. Is that a scary transition for a lot of companies that you find yourself having to sort of ease them into? Uh, I, I think it, it, I don't know if scary is the right word, but certainly uh, it's outside the comfort zone because the vast majority of integrators across the country um, don't have someone like Jim on staff or what, what Almo now brings. And so if they don't have somebody to um, provide the solution, 
they tend to not discuss it. And if they don't discuss it, then they don't have familiarity. And then that leads to a circumstance where they might not be connecting with their customers' needs and objectives. Now, one thing that I do know that you have to deal with on, I would imagine, a daily basis is that there are so many choices, so many options in ways to do what the ultimate production is or the ways to produce the ultimate media, the ultimate content. Does that necessarily lend itself, having that unbelievable array of choices, does that complicate the process by just throwing in too many choices? Is there a paralysis by analysis? With, with what we do, there's <laughs> the choices of, of hardware and software um, are, are, it's just it's so much. And it for, for it to be confusing for people like myself who do it every day, um, I can't even imagine what it, what it looks like from a uh, client just getting into digital signage. Uh, they, they must look, think we're crazy. They, uh, the, the fact of it is though, and this has been, this has taken way too long to change is, uh, too often these projects are led with technology. So the client is looking for something, the technology is put in place, and it turns out that what they wanted from a content perspective can't be done with the hard, the signage hardware or software that was chosen <laughs> without too much thought to, uh, can that be done? So we, we have to deal with that on, on uh, far, far too often still that what the agencies or, or the client or the creative vision is not just, just not being met because the hardware and software was too limiting. And we're still there and it's getting better, but yeah, it really is a challenge for this. And it does create um, a lot of not just confusion, but uh, the inability to deliver on the client's creative vision. Uh, because uh, they were they were locked into the wrong uh, technology solutions. So hopefully we're going to see that change soon enough here. But uh, from our side, those are the most frustrating projects that we get. More and more, we're seeing projects come that um, the content strategy comes first. That's the beginning conversation. That's what always should be, because then that drives uh, the 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 selection of the rest of the technology down the road. Do you find that you have to encourage clients to dream bigger and, and expand their vision? Or do you find that clients are so savvy nowadays that you have to try and rein them in? On uh, our side, end clients are dreaming bigger than uh, some cases, the technology people that they're hiring. <laughs> uh, and, and so, uh, you know, digital signage for years was slideshows and video graphics, right? Motion graphics, video and images, static images. And we're getting projects coming to us where a client brand new to digital signage is talking about having um, data coming to their screen, automated content streams, internal data, not, you know, we want Twitter on our screen or something like that, that everyone's been doing for 10 years, but internal data. We want this data point to come from this system. We want this uh, calendar uh, uh, schedule to come from this uh, this system and just have all of that be very data-driven. So uh, I'm starting to call this digital signage 2.0. We've seen that in other areas. We've seen that 10, 15 years ago with websites where it went from brochureware websites to much more user-generated content, uh, data-driven websites stronger uh, content management systems, all of those changes that came around that 
are starting to come into digital signage. But I think we're dealing with um, some people maybe set in their ways or just haven't seen this before because sometimes on the technology side, the technology people behind the project are used to digital signage, meaning videos and images only and not applications and custom programming and other development that is really driving that. And it's it's um, amazing to me that a client brand new to this uh, and never never done a digital signage project before is are the ones driving that um, that type of content on their screens. I think the advances in technology may be somewhat responsible for that because as technology becomes more and more capable of of supporting high end content, the prices start to come down. The technology becomes more accessible, and it's not just the giant conglomerations that have access to this. This is becoming a very very commonplace avenue for content management. This is something that small and medium businesses can really start to leverage. And that's something that Elmo focuses on. And I know you do. That's something that you really take to heart. Absolutely. I think though the challenges, you know, Jim is referencing conversations that take place between um, himself and the end users. The challenge in many instances is that the integrators still, and even as you make reference to technology, uh, most frequently the integrators are viewing digital signage as a hardware solution. And their clients are viewing it as the content solution or the creative solution. And so it's, it's getting integrators comfortable having a dialogue about the content before talking about the hardware. Absent, of course, you know, somebody has a goal, they're going to put up a video wall. That's clearly hardware driven, but the platform, and you made reference to, you know, I think today we might be at like 600 signage solutions, Jim, something like that. I have 600 different, different options. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and I, I frequently say the planet needs about five, but, um, it's really getting the integrators to engage first in the conversation about the goal and the content and then adding the hardware second to make sure that the hardware matches what the content goals are. So that, that to me remains still the biggest challenge to growth. And it seems like that is a perception that digital signage is starting to really embrace. And that is the message is the most important. It's not necessarily how it's displayed. They're able to step back and focus on what they're actually trying to say, which ultimately increases the impact of anything you put out anywhere, whether it's on, you know, an old LED panel or whether you're putting up on some sort of uh, laser display HD on the side of the Washington monument, the thing that you're saying is able to take center stage much more readily now than, say, 15 years ago. Yeah, and, and I always uh, say on, uh, you know, talking to integrators is, is clients are not investing in this because they want to buy some technology. They're, they're trying to solve a communication problem. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of different reasons why they would want to invest in, in digital signage. It might be they want to do a better job of communicating to their customers, to their employees. Uh, 
there's many, many reasons why they would do that. But every single one of those is communication. They're looking to do either uh, create a better buzz for their product or do a better job of, of informing guests or visitors. So all of those are about communication. And so that's why, first and foremost, we always just say, start with your content strategy, uh, begin with your goals in mind of what it is you're trying to accomplish with this. Uh, you know, too many times we've seen projects where it's uh, supposed to be an interactive wayfinder and somebody didn't specify a touchscreen. Um, it, it still happens. And, and so starting with the, uh, the goals of what the, the customer is looking for with their content is, uh, is key. They're very savvy when it comes to their marketing, messaging, and communications. And it's a, a extremely important to listen to what they're, they're looking for. One of the things that you mentioned is the interactive nature that is becoming commonplace in digital signage. And that's been a trend that's probably been trying to evolve over the last 10 to 15 years. But one thing that Jay mentioned was the data points. It's if you can't get data to the display, it's it's a failure. That's the nicest way to put it. If I can't have a calendar replicating itself on a 10-inch LCD that's outside of a meeting room inside of a hotel or a conference, if I can't have my calendar updating in real time through whatever database application or content management service that I'm using, if the data doesn't get there, nothing works. That communication in the the behind the scenes communication, it has always seemed like the biggest roadblock for me. With the advent of expanded Wi-Fi capabilities and, and speeds, do you find yourself having to take less or pay less attention to communication protocols now with technology being where it is as opposed to say five, 10 years ago? Well, I, I wish. <laughs> uh, it's uh, still still a challenge every day. We we approached HTML5 almost immediately and cloud-based services almost immediately when um, we started with digital signage. Some of the first projects we did were live Twitter walls at events. That was actually the first digital signage project we ever did. Uh, and so data and, and API connections and, and all of that is the first thing we've ever done. And it's part of just about every project we do. About 80% of the work that we do is in some form or fashion, an HTML5 template and cloud hosted. So uh, the rest of this industry <laughs> all along has been uh, store and forward. It's kind of slideshow content. Digital posters have been huge. And the idea that we're uploading some videos and images, and then those are being downloaded locally to the media player. So we came along with this whole different concept of this can all be cloud-based. It's time to wake up. Everything else is cloud-based. Why is it this? And we're still still noticing that it's uh, it's it's taking some time to get there. Uh, the the it it shouldn't be challenges. These should be wired devices. They should be uh, uh, ready to go on the network. And uh, there shouldn't be these these issues with uh, with having these devices run. Uh, smoothly on networks, but we're still finding that today. It's less and less every day. It's more, it's becoming, you know, few and far between now that we have some of these things, but, but it does go back to, to day one for us. And we have a lot of 
of uh, institutional knowledge of how to solve some of these challenges when you deal with uh, troublesome networks. So I wish it would get better. And, and there's so many other areas of our lives that we just have come to, to you know, expect that there's a data network on our, our mobile devices and in our cars and all of these other places now that we expect there to be live access to networks. And uh, these digital signage media players are getting better and better with that. And clients are getting better and, and the AV companies are getting better. But that reliance on store and forward from day one of what digital signage was, um, getting rid of that mentality is uh, taking some time and uh, going towards cloud solutions is uh, it's where it's at. It's Everything else is going there. Why not us? So let's talk about the challenge that you're facing with the expansion of platforms, the expansion of devices. Everybody has a computer in their pocket. They might have three or four of them in their bag that they're walking around with. They have their tablet, they have their laptop, they have their phone. Uh, there are different challenges that come with trying to tell a story in each of those formats. Something you create for a smartphone is not necessarily going to look great on a laptop. As a content creator, and this question is for both of you, as a content creator, Jim, what sort of mindset do you have to get in when being told, okay, we're designing this for the tablet platform or we're designing this for Android or not iOS. Is that something that just makes you lie awake at night trying to figure out the best way to present the story you're trying to present on that specific platform? Uh, you know, it's, it's actually a fun, very fun part of what we do is that um, there aren't too many shapes and sizes that we designed for. Uh, video walls being the exception, we do get some oddly shaped uh, canvases there, maybe some of these ultra wide screens that are starting to show up as well. But, you know, the majority of our work is either portrait or landscape 16.9. And uh, as you create to these ratios and, and just work in that, it, it, um, it, it's actually a, a nice place to be. You get good at building content at that, at those ratios. Um, it's nice every so often when you get something else, but yeah, we don't, uh, we don't, it's, it's a, it's an interesting space. It's certainly very, very different from creating print graphics like I was doing, you know, 20 years ago. This is uh, much more strict and we know what our ratios are going to be and we know what our sizes are. Um, so it, that, that part's actually easier for us. And Jay, as you approach a project, is that one of the first questions you find yourself asking? Okay, how many different screens are we going to try and put this to? Yeah, it actually, it's framed almost exactly as you represent. In other words, it starts by asking questions, not not suggesting, uh, oh, we could put this on a tablet, on a phone, on a screen, you know, not, as we might say, throwing up on the customer with all these alternatives. It's more, what it circles back to just what are the goals? Why are you doing this? You know, just because we can put the messaging in all these places, doesn't matter. I don't need to see content on my phone if it ties to my being in a particular location. So it's really more just helping the customer navigate through establishing the scope of work, you know, and then from there, we can then work towards, oh, you would like to see this on a tablet. And then we work, obviously, this is what Jim does, is making that happen. So for the last question today, and without either of you giving away too much 
secret sauce. <laughs> I'd like to hear about a project that you've worked on that kind of makes you puff your chest out a little bit and you just kind of want to tip your cap and go, yeah, I worked on that. Let's start with you, Jim. Tell me about a project that either changed the way you look at what you do or made you extremely proud of how you do what you do. Yeah, no, it's a great uh, <laughs> a great way to, to wind down is to talk about some wonderful things. You know, we do a lot of um, interactive content that even gets into small businesses um, and small locations. And so we've had a couple projects recently where we're doing full-blown wayfinding, uh, custom designs, uh, running on touchscreens, uh, you know, and, and uh, therefore a small county courthouse or a small government building or a uh, small mall or airport and, and they want to have that same wayfinder they saw in the in the big mall uh but they want it on a lower budget and they want it to work and they want it to look like their their brand or their their identity and to be able to deliver that has been extremely rewarding for for us like we can see it here in, in our office and the staff and the, the creative my creative team when they're able to like successfully do one of these projects and deliver great work at lower prices and all of those other, uh, other things, it's just good, good smiles all around for us. So that happens a lot with the work that we do uh, more recently is just being able to, to deliver that kind of quality at, um, at prices that do work for those types of uh, smaller entities. And let me tweak the question just a bit for you, Jay. And that is, I get the feeling you're a little bit like me in that you love taking that giant twisted ball of Christmas lights that somehow got mangled when you put them in the box. And you love getting to a point where they're laid out nice and straight and everything is in its place. I would imagine you derive great satisfaction in seeing everything where it's supposed to be when you when you get a project to its debut well i, I think that's an interesting metaphor and, and yes it resonates but to be clear if not for jim none of those those christmas lights remain tangled so you know the the key to anything that we um do here at almo is as a result of uh jim and his team but you know i mean i i would say for me what it is is that this thing called digital signage, it's, it's a horrible name. You know, when somebody asks me what I do for a living, and I think of how long it takes to describe. So for us at Almo, in conjunction with Jim, I mean, you know, we, we're involved in a project right now where we're creating a touchscreen video game. Characters, um, and that's under the guise of digital signage because it's being deployed on a wall and you know it's a screen so it's digital signage so you know that's that's a lot of fun because it's extremely outside the box if you will of what one might perceive as digital signage well i really love having the opportunity to talk to problem solvers and you are both definitely uh, within that particular box and definition. Thanks so much for taking the time. Today, I've had the pleasure of having a conversation with Jay Sarrett, the business development manager for Almo, and Jim Nista, senior director of content creation, also for Almo. Gentlemen, thanks so much for taking the time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah, Hope you have a wonderful day and look forward to talking to you again in the future. You as well. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.